You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, which can be found on our website at treyerwilderness.com and also on iTunes. Welcome to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where we are homesteading traditionally 100% off-grid today and offering preparedness and survival tips for tomorrow. Here's your host, Tammy Treyer. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining me here on Mountain Woman Radio. I hope you had a good Christmas holiday, and I hope that your new year is off to a fantastic start. And I look really forward to this year. I will be on the mend and just have a lot of great things going on. I encourage you to check out my class, Getting Organized in a Crazy Busy World. I'd like to see everybody get off to a good start and have some organization in their lives because it makes things so much easier and, and it really trickles down into everything that you do. I feel that's why my my organization class is the first thing for the year because I feel that organization um, is the key to success in everything. So check that out. You can find that at treyerwilderness.com slash getting organized. And I am real excited. We have a wonderful guest on today. She is a return guest and I know that you guys loved hearing from her before. I have Terry Page joining me from Homestead Honey, and it's actually homestead-honey.com, and she has all kinds of awesome things to share with you today, so I'm just going to jump on here with her. Terry, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. Terry and I parallel. We are living very similar lives. We both live off-grid, and we both do unique things, but it's just an it's awesome to be able to collaborate and, and just, it's amazing reading her posts. It's like I'm reading my own. So Terry, why don't you share with my audience all the things you guys do there on your homestead and maybe a little bit about your story? Sure. Well, we homesteaded on a rental property in Oregon for about 14 years um, before we had an opportunity to purchase a piece of raw land in Northeast Missouri. So we moved here about, three years ago, and we began to build. Um, We built a 350-square-foot house. Um, We added chickens that spring, uh, gardens. We, in the past years, have added um, a dairy cow, a Jersey milk cow, and her calf, um, some ducks, lambs, pigs, (laughs) and orchards and whatnot. Um, we We lived without any electricity for quite a while, about a year and a half before we added our photovoltaic system. So now we have solar electric. Um, Our house is actually a dry cabin. So we have, we have no running water or plumbing into our house or out of our house. Um, 
So we do quite a bit with water catchment, uh, rainwater mostly, and some snow melt in the winter. And we're just, we're building systems as we go. It's, uh, my husband is an amazing builder, but we're trying to do this all as we have time and money and without going into debt. So just one little project at a time. Yes. Yes, and it never fails that when you have the money, you don't have the time, and when you have the time, you don't have the money. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) But that's really, really awesome because you guys are really a step above us, in my opinion, because we have the running water in our home and and the plumbing and everything, and I am just enamored at your 350 square feet. I think that is just amazing because there's four of you in there, correct? Correct. Right, yeah. right, that's right. My Myself, my husband, we have two kids who are five and seven. <laughs> and very active. Yeah, yeah, they're really outdoorsy, and, you know, we homeschool them as well, so everything is happening in the home. Yes, yes. And outside. Yes, which is, and I am really excited because I have the privilege to write an article about Terry, and you will be able to find her in the New Pioneer magazine upcoming in one of the first issues of the new year also. So check out the New Pioneer magazine and look for that as well. But I, I am just floored at how much you have accomplished as well. It's funny, you know, we have accomplished a lot too, but when you always look at someone else, you're like, wow, how do they do it all? While we're just this crazy running around with our heads cut off as well. But you've you've really put a lot of time and thought and energy into your homestead as well because of your um, Mm -hmm. food forests and, Mm -hmm. yeah. And and the rainwater catchment, do you have struggles with that in the wintertime? We do. We do. Um, you know, we live here in northeast Missouri. It gets cold in the winter. So um, our long-term plan is to build an underground cistern. But this year we um, we decided to focus on a root cellar and storm cellar instead. So I think next summer we'll start on the cistern project. And then that will enable us to catch water and it won't freeze. But currently we have above-ground barrels, and if we left them there all winter, they would just freeze solid. So we try and catch as much rainwater or snow melt into open containers as we can in the winter months. And luckily, the one amazing feature that was already here on our property when we purchased was it's almost one acre, this one-acre pond. So it's, it's just amazing, and... Um, the watershed of the pond is all contained on our property, so we feel really comfortable with it being a supplementary water source. So in the winter, we actually keep a hole open, oh. and we we literally go down to the pond with buckets, and you know we'll bring water back for bathing or for our animals. Yeah. So it's it's a little on the rustic side still, <laughs> but. That's awesome, though. That's so awesome. We have a friend in Canada. He and his wife live up in Canada, and they trap, and they're like 50 miles, 35 miles back in, I guess they are. And they do the Mm, same thing. They go out to the lake and cut a cut a hole and they were just showing pictures on their Facebook page how they were filling their all their water for the for the cabin. So it's it's awesome mm-hmm. though. That's that is the life that we aspire to live entirely is just totally 
away from technology, away from it all, and just existing. That is that is our life dream. At some point, that will happen. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, actually. And I think for my husband and I, it wasn't that huge of a leap. Um, you know, as I said, we did homestead for like 14 years before we ever had our own property. So we had a lot of practice with right. some of the basics of homesteading. And we also were really into backpacking and camping. So we kind of came to this experience with a lot of like wilderness skills and um, rustic, rustic living skills. And, and that made it really possible for us to just jump into this adventure. Yeah. I totally hear that. That's exactly how we were. So when we went from, you know, moving cross country right away into a wall tent, it was honestly, I was just telling my friend today, I would go into that wall tent with a dirt floor again in a heartbeat because that was just Mm -hmm. the most simple living to me and we did that for eight and a half months while we built our home and there was just something really glorious and glamorous about that to me you know um Mm -hmm. and and we we too had we still like when we get a chance for a vacation our vacation is like three days living off the land in the middle of nowhere where we set up our own our own shelter and and look for food and just hang out and it is the most relaxing time. I love it. <laughs> right, right, exactly, right. We and we go backpacking for yeah. fun. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> we are so alike. It's so funny, but that's important for people know. to know. You know, because so many people live vicariously through us, and you know. And honestly, I feel this is the simple life. And I think in, in your mind, you do too. Even though you have to go down to the pond and truck your water back to the house, it's still, there's something about it. It's just a back-to-the-roots traditional way of life that just is so gratifying. But for people that want to just embrace it from moving from a condo or an apartment and have don't have mm-hmm. our outdoor you know, experience, it's, it's going to be really like culture shock and very much like shell shock. So, you know, that's some, something yeah. I'm trying to touch on this year a little more is the realities of our life because, you know, it's doable, but people need to understand mm-hmm. it more. And I just think that's so awesome yeah. what you're doing. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I really, I really think that's um, a very important point to make. And also that, you know, taking little baby steps is, is totally fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with baby steps. You don't need to leap from a condo into a situation that looks like what we have right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, you know, just even tackling one thing at a time, like how do you source food? Are you able to, from a farm if you don't have your own land, are you able to preserve some food? Or yeah. Those huge skills. In, in suburban, you know, suburban land, um, those were skills that took several years to learn. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And like you said, you were doing what you were doing on, four, uh, you know, for 14 years where you had to do it. So, you know, and, right. and that's right. something I try to point out to people that sometimes as much as our location isn't what we want it to be, you can still do things where mm-hmm. you are to get yourself started and to work your way into it full, you know, into fully what you're, you're dreaming of. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now I would love for you to touch on your food for us as well as, um, you know, what you have upcoming this, this year. 
um, with your coaching? Because I think kind of they go they sure. go hand in hand. Yes, yes. Well, um, so our homestead, actually, it's funny, before we even had um, a house or any semblance of a house, we had started planting an orchard. Nice. <laughs> because, you know, trees take years to, to develop, um, whereas a house, we went, you know, our, our house went up in about eight months. So, right. um, so we, we have a small food forest. We're doing... Um, Fruit trees. Uh, we have some medicinal plants. Our state conservation department actually offers an incredible deal on native plants, and so we're able to get trees and shrubs for about thirty-five cents a piece. Wow! Through our, I know it's incredible. They have a state-run nursery. So oh. the first year we moved here, we planted about one hundred native edibles. Nice and. Um, some of them didn't didn't survive because we couldn't tend to every single one of them, but right. but a lot of them have, and we've peppered those around our homestead. We have um, elderberry, serviceberry, hackberry, nannyberry, um, mulberry, nice. and then we have some of the traditional fruits: apple, pear, cherry, oh, peach. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're just starting with some fruits, berries, and you know, I figure this will be something we add to a little bit each year because it really is an investment, and we're now at the point where we've kind of used up the little bit of um, savings we had, and so now it's, it's like, well, okay, as we make money, we can spend money. So <laughs> in the coming years, I'd love to add some nut trees and and probably some more perennial medicinals as well. Awesome. Very awesome, and that's that's. That's so key. And out here, it just blows me away. There are wild, there, there's apple trees and plums growing alongside of the road and back in and mm-hmm. nobody, nobody forages them. And it's like, and I, I get it when they're right on top of the road like that, because there's too many chemicals coming off the road, but it just blows right. me away. Like elderberries are just all over the place. And I just go out there like a kid in a candy store and gather as many as I can. But there's just so many that are untouched and just go to waste because the animals don't go after them out here either. So it just, uh, it saddens no. me it, some. It's the same here too. They're all <laughs> along the roadside. And <laughs> I know it just kills you. kills you. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. So you asked me to touch upon the coaching and that is, something I'm really excited about offering in the new year. Um, partly the reason why I started getting into coaching is because I realized that it had been a really valuable tool for me in my own life and that sometimes we know what we want, but we get kind of stuck or we just don't know what steps to take or we feel a little bit overwhelmed. And so I've had a lot of great experiences working with coaches and I hear from a lot of people, mostly women, um, and a lot of them moms, who really want to live this homesteading lifestyle, and they just need a little bit of support to get there. So I have been doing a coaching training. It's called Mama Bliss Coaching. Okay. Um, I, I anticipate mostly working with mamas and around values such as simplicity and um, self-care and what I would like to do is I would like to help women move into the life that they want to live and specifically around a homesteading lifestyle. 
Awesome. So, yeah, I'm really excited about this. Yeah. If anybody is interested, I'm, um, I'll am i have a, a landing page on my website. You can just look at homestead-honey, and there'll be um, a coaching coaching page. You can just go onto that page and join my email list or read and, and get some of my freebies to learn more about what I'll be offering there. Awesome. So I, for now, I'll be, go ahead. I'll be working one-on-one one-on-one with women to start and possibly in the future expand to courses or retreats. But um, at this point, just doing the one-on-one. Well, I just think that's such a fantastic idea because so often on my, on my interviews, you know, we talk about it, there's so much information out on the internet and not all of it is Mm -hmm. valuable or good information, you know, and, and these new people trying to learn what we do you know, it's like deer in headlights. They just get stuck and not sure. And like you said, they just sometimes just turn away from it because they don't find what they're looking for. And I think that is such right. a great, great resource because there's so many, gener- two, at least two generations of people that traditions haven't been passed down to and people don't know how to cook and they don't know how to, f- to forage their food or have a garden. And, and it's so important mm-hmm. to learn those skills regardless if you want a homestead, but just even in your, you know, in your small lots in town it's so important to be able to have a good food source and I just think this is a great Mm -hmm. idea I look forward to really helping you spread the word on this so you need to let me know more when you have things up and we will spread the word and as always in the show notes you'll find all of Terry's links so that you can locate her and find all of the materials we talk about today but I'm going to take a short break here to get some words in from our sponsor and we will be right back The new Pioneer Magazine, taking the skills and techniques of yesteryears and combining it with solar, hydroponics, and various other advancements of today, creating the most robust pioneering magazine on the market. In addition to the new Pioneer Magazine, they also have available the American Frontiersman Magazine, taking you back to a more primitive time, and both magazines can be found at newpioneermag.com. Get your copies today and be prepared for tomorrow. Do you have a loved one or are you suffering from celiac disease or a gluten intolerance? Trying to find that perfect flour? Whether you are baking cookies, flaky pie crusts, or baking breads from scratch, or you are looking for a quick cake from a package, look no further. Better Batter offers non-GMO gluten-free products with an assortment of packaged items as well as flour packaged in varying sizes including their bulk sizes, perfect for those of you that are practicing your preparedness skills. Better Batter's not just another gluten-free flour. It's what you have been searching for. Visit betterbatter.org. Do you have your free digital subscription to Prepare Magazine yet? If not, then hurry over to preparemag.com and start getting each monthly issue sent directly to your inbox. It's easy. All you have to do is go to preparemag.com, enter your name and email address, and you're subscribed. Consider signing up for the premium membership for past issues and exclusive resources. You can even subscribe to the beautiful print version of Prepare Magazine. Visit preparemag.com and choose the option that's most valuable to you. Prepare Magazine, encouraging, empowering, and enriching your journey. Okay, we are back, and again, we are speaking with Terry Page from homestead-honey.com, and she has so much information to share, and I'm, I'm real excited for you with this coaching. I think that that will really open things up for you and help so many people. Yeah, I'm excited about it, too. 
Now you have a lot of other things going on, um, some new things on your homestead also. I wanted to touch on this because I think this is really awesome. You had mentioned in a conversation before we started recording about your root cellar. Do you want to share about that? Yeah, I would because this has been really one of the more substantial projects on our homestead. Um, well, we live we live in northeast Missouri. We're in the tornado zone, so storms have always been a little scary for me. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I didn't grow up in tornado country at all, so um, whenever we get a tornado warning, I get a little nervous. So it felt important to me to have a storm shelter. And we also were excited about um, creating a root cellar. So we built something that can be used for both for both purposes. Awesome. Um, it is it will be an underground walkout root cellar. Um, it is constructed out of concrete block, and it has a concrete roof, and we'll be covering it up with with soil so it remains um, completely underground. Nice and. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, my <laughs> husband is the builder. I, you know, I grow food and I homeschool the children and I have my blog, but he's really the builder. So he, nice. he worked on it for about a month and a half and it was such an incredible learning experience for all of us. Um, but especially for him. Yeah. So we, right now we have some apples in there. We have, uh, beets and carrots and kohlrabi. And our fermented goods and some uh, prosciutto that we're going to be aging in there. So it's just incredible. It's just, I think, really opening up our um, capacity to preserve food in a less resource-intensive way. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Awesome. So I'm, I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> I, I know. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> I, I really... I really feel so fortunate that we've been able to add that to our homestead. Yeah, that is that um, is huge. And ours is on the list. We have a backhoe that needs to be repaired in order for us to get ours into place. But it it is, and for those yeah. of you that don't know what a cold cellar is, a cold cellar is typically underground, uh, sometimes in the basement of a home and like in the older homes, but it's underground and it, it provides you with a place to keep things cool in the winter, but it keeps them from freezing because they're underneath the mm-hmm. frost layer. So it is awesome mm-hmm. for even your carrots and your potatoes and apples, like she said, it's just you know, and, oh, I'm just, that's so awesome. And I can only imagine how that has opened things up. What is the size of your root cellar, if you don't mind me asking? Um, it is about uh, 12 by 18 feet, I believe. Sweet. <laughs> so it's, it's fairly large. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, when I, when I look at it, I think that's about half the size of our entire house. <laughs> but... Yeah, it's it's great. And we ended up building it with like an antechamber almost. So okay. there's an exterior door and then you walk in, there's about a three foot uh three foot long section and then there's another door. Awesome. So it will really help keep that inner chamber at the appropriate temperature of about fifty five degrees. Wow. Um wow. so yeah, I'm awesome. really excited. And <laughs> I've been posting about it on my Facebook page and my Instagram accounts, but 
honestly, it was such an enormous project that I just haven't even wrapped my head around it to write about it on the blog yet, but I will be doing that in the coming weeks, and I, I look forward to sharing that. Awesome. I don't know about you, but you're probably in the same boat. I have so much to share, but there's just not enough time in my day to get it all out of yes. my head and onto the blog. My photos are like my journal and my library. <laughs> yes, yes. It's, that's exactly it. I mean, that's the, the sort of paradox of being yes. a homestead blogger is that when you are homesteading, you don't have time to blog. <laughs> so, yes. We have all these amazing things to share, but it's it's really hard to find the indoor yes. time to document them. Yes. Well, I'm hoping I am having some health issues and have surgery later in January. So I'm hoping during that mm-hmm. time where I need to really slow down, this has been the hardest thing for me is having to slow down because I am like the Energizer bunny. I don't stop and mm-hmm. to stop me, it's really hard. So I'm hoping during that time because I just have so many things and I don't feel like I'm doing people a justice because... It's the trial and errors that I want to share the most so that people realize that, you know, things do happen here, too. And that way they can learn from our mistakes right. kind of thing. So, but I am so, right. I am right. so jealous of your root cellar. That is just so awesome. And it's huge. I'm excited for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Now, you have a bunch of other things, and I want to touch on this before we forget. You mentioned that your husband is your builder, and we've discussed this before in our last interview. Our husbands are so much alike. They both do mm-hmm. very similar things, and you know they're both MacGyvers, I'm sure, based on the things you're telling me. Because my husband, I always say he can make a pistol out of a paperclip because just, he just has such an amazing mechanical mind. But your husband mm-hmm. does all the blacksmithing, too, like mine does, and does some very right. ornate, beautiful things. I, you want to share about that? Yeah, thank you. Um, well, my husband, yes, he's an artist blacksmith. So we have an online shop through Etsy, and our shop is called Acorn Hill Handcraft. Okay. So if you go into Etsy, you can just uh, search for Acorn Hill Handcraft. And uh, we offer a variety of hand-forged pieces and also some wood pieces from our land. So currently we have a few cutting boards and some uh, coat racks made with wood from our land and some metal. But for the most part, it's it's Brian's blacksmith goods that we're featuring right now. Yeah, and he does And some of the... Yeah, some of the items that we have are um, bottle openers, hooks, toilet paper holders, hanging rods for curtains or quilts. Um, he makes a really beautiful dinner bell and uh, a plant, like a hanging basket hanger. So, yeah, it would be great if people check that out. Yeah, and it's, I'll tell you guys, it's beautiful stuff. He's very, it's very beautiful. And it's just so funny looking at his things because... My husband has made several things very similar for me. So it's funny. They have such like minds and we're so, we do so much the same, Mm. (laughs) but I Mm -hmm. encourage you guys Mm -hmm. to check it out because there's gifts for yourself as well as others. And um, it's always good to help the, the homesteaders who are, you know, making their money off of their talents. So definitely check it out. And girl, you have still so much to share. <laughs> oh my gosh, I feel like I feel like there's so much going on right now. Yeah, should I talk about my upcoming book? Yeah, go ahead. Now? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, well, it's funny. A few days ago, I emailed Tammy and I said, 
<laughs> oh my goodness. We are releasing the same book at the same time. <laughs> totally, totally unbeknownst to each other, yes. which is so funny. And, and I'm, I'm really excited about the um, opportunities we have to sort of cross promote with one another and to yes. share. So, so I'm writing a book. It will be out by the time this podcast airs and it's called creating your off grid homestead, practical advice and inspiration. And it's basically um, talks about all of the ins and outs of our off grid journey and, and really our very off grid journey. Yeah. So there's a lot of information on there about, how did we do things? What worked? What didn't work? How much did it cost? How did we move forward with starting a homestead from scratch? Um, how did we do it with children? Yeah. Like, why did we decide to homestead here in Northeast Missouri? How did we um, pick the land that we picked? How? What should you think about when you're thinking about creating an off-grid homestead? Um, so it's. I think it will be a great resource for people who are really excited by this lifestyle and just want to get a glimpse into how someone has done it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I will just put out there that I'm not a tech expert, so I will tell you what, what we use on our homestead. But if you're looking for something on how to install a solar electric system or, you know, some of the more technical aspects, my book is not for you. But if you're um, just wanting to just learn all about um, the off-grid off-grid pros and cons and lifestyle and um, get some inspiration around it. I think, I think my book would be a great fit. Awesome. Um, So yeah, it will be for sale on my blog at some point. I might release it onto Amazon, but at this point I'll just be selling through um, my website, Homestead Honey. Okay. And yeah, I would, I would love for your readers to check it out. In fact, um, I will, when I get that up on the site, I'll go ahead and send you a discount code for your readers, Tammy, so you can include that in the show notes as well. Okay, fantastic. That is awesome. And I highly will be recommending this book. And it's really funny because we are are writing basically the same book, but on our different families and and how we approached it. So we will be cross-marketing in the future, and um, we will be even doing giveaways. So be sure to... Stay tuned for that and be sure to subscribe to Terry's uh, newsletter on her website as well as on mine. And um, mm-hmm. that way you can be kept up to date on that because then you can get them for free instead of purchasing them. But spread the word mm-hmm. because it's really, I really feel, and I know Terry has the heart for this too, that it's important for people to really understand what it's like and the ins and outs. And there's so many misconceptions. That is why I wrote my book, How to Embrace an Off-Grid Lifestyle, because there's so many misconceptions. And there's so many areas, like Florida has banned off-grid living. You can still be attached to the grid and have solar, but you can't be fully off-grid. So it's illegal in Florida. Mm -hmm. And people hear that and they think it's illegal all over, but it's not. And I want people to know that this freedom is still there and it is such a freedom and such a, oh, it's just an awesome, awesome lifestyle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, yes. And I, I appreciate that there's other people out there that can fill in the knowledge gaps that I have so that... You know, I I think as much as you can learn and read and soak yourself in the um, off-grid lifestyle before you make that leap, um, 
it's it's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's really it's yeah. really you know, we didn't do a lot of looking into off-grid living before we moved here. Um, we didn't live off-grid in, in our previous homestead. So that was a big learning curve for us. And honestly, this is the book that I wish I had read before we started. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and it's really it's really a good – that was such good advice because if you are preparing to embrace it, it'll give you – a feeling of connection to what is ahead. You know, we, we mm-hmm. grew up living on farms and living this traditional life. We had never lived with solar and we never lived without power before, besides when we would go out camping. So, you know, it was, it was a learning curve for us too, but we were blessed to have the skills that it took to, to embrace that. And, and, and where my knowledge stopped, my husband's picked up and we just kind of complimented each other through the process. So it was because he is such a builder. And and in some of the cases we need to needed to kind of um, manufacture things out of uh, materials in our surroundings to make things work. Like he made a catapult so we could uh, um, feed our water into the barrels from 55 gallon drums into a big holding tank. And, you know, I don't, mm-hmm. it was, it was crazy. It was this big apparatus where he would put the barrel on one end and I'd have to go sit on the other way high up in the air, you know? So, <laughs> so, so there was, it's just, I'm excited that she, that Terry and I can share our books together because I know that there will be different aspects in both books because of just how things were, the difference in our climates, the difference in so many things, because her children were much mm-hmm. younger. And so I really, yeah. really encourage you guys to check it out. And I'm feeling that sometime in the future, Terry and I, I would love if we can talk about this later, but I'm just going to put it out there now that maybe Terry and I can do a webinar upcoming um, and really touch on our books, show you our covers and talk a little bit more about both and some of the go back and forth on some of the aspects that we we're able to um, go through. So maybe that's something we can do in the future. Yeah, that would be great. I would love to do that with you. Awesome. Awesome. And I did want to mention something while we were on the subject, because Terry had mentioned about her knowledge in the technical side of things with solar. Ours is, is okay, but there's always so much to learn with everything and solar is always changing. But I wanted to direct you, direct you guys to, a very reliable source that I am really excited and uh, to work with and also to purchase our things from, and that is backwoodsolar.com. And um, Mm -hmm. I encourage you to check them out. They are a really good resource. They're really good people, and their customer service is outstanding. So just thought I would put that out there because they are extremely knowledgeable in the field. But you actually have one more thing that you that we could mention about today, and that is your empowered eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I was thinking earlier as we were talking about um, the coaching that I'm offering um, that there really is, you know, they say that there's your mindset and your skill set. Right. So I feel like my blog and all of the other homesteading blogs that I love to read um, are are where you can get so much of your skill set. You know, there's so many amazing resources out there these days for people who want to homestead. Yep. And 
And then there's the other piece, which is your mindset. So the coaching is addressing the mindset piece um, and, and the motivation piece. Um, and so one of the pieces that I have um, addressing the skill set is an e-course called Empowered Eating. And Empowered Eating focuses on um, sourcing, cooking, uh, preserving local and seasonal food. So that's available as a... Uh, email e-course on my blog at all times. It's just delivered to you over the course of three weeks via email, and there's videos and tutorials, and it'll walk you through how um, how to source local food and how to use it. There's recipes, there's meal plans, um, how to preserve it, canning, dehydrating, freezing, etc. Awesome. So that's something that's always available. Um, and yeah, I definitely second your um, reference to Backwood Solar because that's who we purchased our equipment from okay. as as well. And yes, they are incredible. So I second that. <laughs> good, good deal. Yeah, they have so much information on their website. Their catalog, which is a PDF download on their website, just has so much really mm-hmm. good awesome information for those that are new to solar, trying to get a handle on solar. And, and, and I really recommend them. They're just awesome to work with. And, and that's good to hear that yeah. you had worked with them too. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Well, cause I know they're closer to where you live. Um, yeah. but, oh, yeah. when my husband was doing the install, he was on the phone with Backwood Solar like every day for about a week. Yeah, <laughs> He would just call and Oh, hey guys, it's Brian again. And, um, <laughs> but, but that's where, you know, it's like where I don't have the skills or the information to share. I love connecting people with other, other resources to fill in those gaps. Yes, exactly. I agree. And we actually did not use them for our main system, but I wish we had because we had gone with mm-hmm. another company to which I will not mention their name, but their customer service was horrible. They would not communicate mm. with us when we needed the communication and and the assistance. And it was it was really, you know, we just had a few questions and we couldn't get answers. So that is why I sought out another company. We had some other things that we need to purchase, and I wanted a company that I could trust. And that I could recommend mm-hmm. because for people going into this, if you don't have somebody that's going to be willing to help you and, uh, and explain things to you and help you when, in times of need, it's really, you know, it's, it's not going to work. Because if you're new to the solar, right. it's good to have somebody that you can depend on and that you know also that what they're providing for you is quality stuff. So it means a lot. Yeah. And, and I'm really impressed with them. And and I've been working on Periscope for the last couple months and doing a Periscope three times a week at 1 p.m. Pacific time. So if you haven't joined me, join me out there. It's periscope.tv slash Trayer Wilderness. But I am doing and, um, and blowing the misconceptions out of the water, discussing the specifics of our lifestyle, kind of including some from my book and just talking and answering questions, too, because so many people have questions and 
don't know where to go for the answers. So I've been, I've been really trying to touch on that stuff. So I would love to do a webinar with you. You and I could have fun with that. <laughs> we'll have to do that. Upcoming. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, we are running out of time, but I am just so thankful that you were able to take the time and join me. And I'd love to open up the floor to you one more time to allow you to give my audience some words of encouragement or some wisdom. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I mean, I I think that especially the off-grid homesteading life, but particularly homesteading, um, it is so empowering. It's so empowering to know that you can provide your family, your community, your friends with food, um, animal products, wood, you know, The way we've set up our homestead being off-grid, we can offer, you know, we can provide for ourselves in in emergency situations. If there's a blizzard, we have what we need here. Um, We network very, very intensively with our neighbors. We are definitely um, not an island here on our homestead, but just knowing that as a community, we're creating a clean, healthy food source for our community, um, has just been an amazing, amazing part of our journey. So I just, you know, I encourage anybody who is out there that wants to take the leap to just start, you know, put one foot in front of the other and just get started with one little tiny baby step and you won't regret it. Amen. So, so true. I'll tell you the freedoms that come with it is just like you said, just knowing that you have everything you need here and at your homestead and and the community part of what you mentioned is so big you know it's really awesome if you have good neighbors that you can work with and really build a community because there are times when things happen and you need help you need extra hands oftentimes we need extra man hands you know that I don't have the strength Mm -hmm. to do what my husband needs and it's important to have Mm -hmm. that community and know that you have reliable people to turn to and that they can turn to and it's, it's really important and such such incredible words of advice. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. And Terry, thank you so much for joining me. I look really forward to working with you and promoting our books this year. And I'm sure that throughout the year, there will be many things that we will be cross, you know, promoting and working hand in hand on. Mm -hmm. And I look forward to that because I think that we have between the two of us, a lot of value to share with people. And I think that that is so important to get the word out because we keep, I think that there's oftentimes that they want us people like us to be stifled because we're sharing things that may not be uh, what they're hoping for to go global. But I really feel that people should have the ability to do the things they want to on their homestead and to have the security of being uh, self-reliant and, and well taken care of in your Mm -hmm. own, in your, by your own means. So I look really, really, Yeah, I look really forward to working with you. So thank you again for joining me today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. (laughs) You're very, very welcome. And everyone, again, all of Terry's information will be in the show notes, and you'll be hearing a lot more of her name as we go through the new year. And uh, just thank you again, everyone, for joining me. And until our next show, you guys take care, and God bless. You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where you will learn something new every week. We hope you enjoyed the show and encourage you to join us at TreyerWilderness.com and be sure to connect with us on iTunes. Remember, your reviews on iTunes are very important to us and help us reach more people just like you. 